Welcome along to another episode of Easy Hacker Reviews slash Bleed Hockey Podcast. I'm just going to probably just start uh, for these videos just announcing that it's the Bleed Hockey Podcast because um, all the audio, um, at least for these type of videos, um, will all the audio portion uh, goes to the Bleed uh, Hockey Podcast on all the uh platforms we're on um as for the film portion you you know get that for you too if you want to watch it instead of listening to it um but yeah uh that's an option uh we it's today uh check out the calendar uh monday february 24th which is the trade deadline day for the nhl and uh, there was a mess of trades for sure, but without but, but first, before we get into those trades, um, I think I can do it without this cord because um, so news first, uh, Dustin Bufflin, the whole Dustin Bufflin um, saga between him and the Winnipeg Jets, um. Is still going on as they're trying to figure out a resolution on how they're going to go about uh, terminating his contract. Um, and Dustin Bufflin has, per Andy Strickland, uh, has been ruled out of playing any type of hockey this year. So um, anyone that's looking to sign him, um, maybe as an add-on, because technically after his contract ends, they could sign him and play him. It's not trade, because you can even after the trade deadline, you can still trade people. Just whenever the playoffs come, they can't play. Um, but uh, be interesting to see uh, what Buffalo does next year for sure. Um, but hey, you know if he if he hangs it up, you know he's he's got his cup, you know he's got the money. So I mean. Hopefully, whatever he does, you know, it's it's for the best for him. So, whatever he does will be the best for him. But, you know, it'll be interesting to see if he go, comes back next year. Um, and speaking of retirements and stuff like that, even though Dustin Bufflin's not retired, at least not of right now, uh, after 15 uh, stints of 15 uh, seasons uh, with, you know, multiple teams, along with uh, these guys right here, St. Louis. Uh, for Scotty Upshaw, the updog himself, has officially announced his retirement, uh, which also coincidentally during Trade Center, um, with all the analysts um, on TSN, because ESPN2 in America was simulcasting uh, Trade Center, at least a good chunk of it, um, at least like the bulk of it, uh, which was nice to see. Um, Scotty Upshaw was actually one of the, uh, the guys on there. So, um, and he actually looked pretty good on camera like that. And it'd be kind of cool to see him in an analyst, uh, type role, um, in some sort of media, whether it be with the Edmonton Oilers, since he's a, a bird of boy, uh, or, um, some other team. That'd be kind of cool, uh, to see, but yeah, uh, the up dog is, a hung him up for good. So, um. Hopefully uh, he does what, you know, is now the hockey game for long, um, whatever, which shape or form that may be. 
uh, New York Rangers forward uh, Pavel Buznevich uh, and goaltender Igor uh, Shestyorkin uh, were involved in a uh, car accident uh, in Brooklyn last night. Uh, Shestyorkin. Shestyorkin. Uh, I apologize. Hey, my la- uh, my last name gets friggin' butchered all the time. Even though it's not that hard to say, but his last name is actually genuinely hard to say, at least for me. Uh, suffered a non-displaced rib fracture and will be missing two to four weeks. However, Busnevich uh, escaped with only minor bumps and bruises, and he's considered day-to-day right now. So um, he'll be looking to come onto the uh, lineup soon rather than later, although... Uh, today, since it's trade deadline day, there's only one game today, and that's Senators versus Blue Jackets in Columbus. Uh, as there's a whole bunch of games tomorrow, as all these fresh faces go to their new homes and uh, go for the final run. But um, yeah, look, uh, yeah, Busevich shouldn't be out that long, but. You know, it is what it is. Uh, Detroit Red Wings have claimed forward uh, Dimitro Timoshov off the waivers of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. As I mentioned, I believe it was last episode, uh, that he was placed on waivers. As well, oh, I didn't mention that uh, Andrew Agazzino from the Pittsburgh Penguins was also placed on waivers, but uh, the Anaheim Ducks have claimed him uh, off waivers. And um, before we get into trades... Uh, the whole speculation about is Chris Kreider going to go somewhere? Uh, is Chris Kreider, where is he going to go? Um, uh, tell you where he's going to go, and it's exactly where he's at. So uh, New York Rangers have re-signed uh, Chris Kreider to a seven-year, $45.5 million contract extension with an average annual value of $6.5 million. However, at this point, uh, at least, I mean, taking all these notes, a whole mess of notes, um, the structure of the deal, um, uh, what I heard, I believe it was front-loaded, so majority of the money is in the fr- uh, front of the deal, um, but that's yet to be seen. Uh, I, last time, I, I don't think uh, Cap Friendly had it on their uh, website, um, but as I look that up, uh, Minnesota Wild forward Zach Parisi and New York Islanders forward uh, Andrew Ladd was also a big rumor that they were going to be moved uh, today during the trade deadline. They, spoiler alert, they, they did not. Um, yeah, they did not re-sign him uh, as we look for... So we look for Chris Kreider. Where's Chris Kreider at? Chris Kreider. Okay, so it's actually. Is this the new deal? Well, actually, okay, so it's actually not. At least according to um, Cap Friendly, it's not front loaded or back loaded either. No bonuses whatsoever. It's just six point five mil for the entire time. So um, cool. And now we go back to the notes. And that's it for news. And now we get into trades. So, 
first off, to kick it off, Philadelphia Flyers have acquired forward uh, Nate Thompson from the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for a fifth-round pick, uh, as well as the Flyers acquiring forward Derek Grant uh, from the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for forward uh, Kyle Crisculo and a fourth-round pick. Uh, did not say what year, uh, what year pick that is. Uh, well, I want to believe it's a 2020. It makes sense. Um, just get some depth for them. Edmonton Oilers, uh, one at least for the West, the noisiest of the bunch. Uh, I've acquired defenseman Mike Green from the Detroit Red Wings. Um, you know, Kenny Holland's going to have his uh, old Detroit Red Wings guys. Um, and this is in exchange for forward Tyler Brodzak, who's currently on LTIR, uh, and a conditional 2024 fourth round pick. And that pick is a fourth rounder. And if, uh, for this year, uh, and the pick will ret- become a 2021 third round pick. If the Edmonton Oilers make it to the conference final and green plays in 50% of the games, um, which, I don't foresee them making the conference final, and I don't foresee them. Well, Green might play 50% of the games, but I don't foresee Edmonton making the conference final. So let's go ahead and assume that they're just going to get the 2024th round pick. So, um, yeah. And the Oilers also acquire uh, forward uh, Andre uh, Andreas Athanasiu, as well as uh, forward Ryan Kuffner from the Detroit Red Wings in exchange for forward Sam Gagne and a Two second-round draft picks, uh, 2020 and 2021, respectively. In addition, uh, the Oilers will be retaining 10% of Gagne's uh, salary. And on top of that, the Oilers acquire forward Tyler Ennis from the Ottawa Senators in exchange for 2021 fifth-round pick. So, um, notion here. Looks like Edmonton's all in. Looks like Ottawa's all out. <laughs> if it wasn't already, you know, um, a notion by now, um, they are certainly out and they're just trading a lot of people um, as well as Montreal as they are also hosting the the draft this year and they'd like to uh, have uh, the crowd, you know, excited because they're like oh yeah the future of the Habs right here um but yeah and also disclosure why am I wearing the Vegas jersey could be wearing them could be wearing the Coyotes could be wearing the Maple Leafs um first off the Maple Leafs didn't do all right and I got that note uh there um but yeah um which then leaves Vegas, and Vegas actually did stuff, and saving the best for last. At least majority is best for last, but I, I digress. Uh, New York Islanders uh, acquire Ford Jean-Gabriel Pajot uh, from the Ottawa Senators for multiple pieces. Uh, first off, that piece is a conditional 2020 first-round pick, a 2020 second-round pick, a conditional 2020 third-round pick. Uh, the Islanders pick up if the Islanders pick in the top three because for whatever reason they missed the playoffs and because they'd have whatever like if they missed the playoffs and whatever and then they get picking top three which they're not going to 
um, the 2020 draft pick uh, reverts to 2001, 2021 first rounder, which go ahead and scratch that off. Uh, the Sanders only get the 2022 third round pick of the Islanders if they win this year's cup. Go ahead and scratch that off too. Yes, I'm going to freaking scratch you guys off. All right. All right. Okay. Scratch you off. Um, so basically, they got Jean-Gabriel Peugeot for a 2020 first-round pick. And, wait, no, I take that back. Yeah. Right. No. They basically get a 2020 second-round pick. That's basically all Ottawa got. Wait, no. They get the 2020 first round pick and a 2020 second rounder. Yeah. Let's go with that. Um, and also, the Islanders have re-signed forward Jean-Gabriel Pajot to a six-year, $30 million contract with an average annual value of $5 million. So, um... Yeah, looking for that stability. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche have acquired Ford Vladislav Nemestikov from the Iowa Senators in exchange for a 2021 fourth-round pick. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins acquire Ford Patrick Marlowe. I uh, don't know what's with the Sharks shipping off Marlowe to an Eastern Conference team. Uh, Gets shipped off, I believe it was last year or the year before that, to uh, Toronto. And came back to San Jose after being traded and bought out by the Carolina Hurricanes, um, and now he's and now he's a Penguin. And apparently, according to uh, his wife, uh, he's actually a Penguins fan. So he gets to go and play for the team that he rooted for as a kid, just like old Johnny T uh, out in Toronto. Um, so congrats to him. Uh, and in, in exchange. Uh, for a conditional third-round pick in 2021. Um, and if the Penguins win the Stanley Cup this season, the Sharks will receive Pittsburgh's second-round pick in 2021 instead of that third-round pick in 2021. As well as the Pittsburgh Penguins acquiring forwards Evan Rodriguez uh, and former Penguin himself, Connor Sherry. So Connor Sherry uh, makes his return to the Penguins uh, for... Uh, to in exchange for for Dominic Cahoon, who they acquired this past uh, free agency, I believe. No, it was during um, it wasn't during free agency, but I know it was off season um, when they acquired him. And Evan Rodriguez, solid pickup, uh, solid depth guy. Uh, I know every game I've seen. Uh, him play versus a team I root for. He's always on the score sheet in some way, shape, or form. So uh, he's a producer, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah, good pickup for them. Uh, the Dallas Stars, the only move of the day for them, uh, acquiring Buffalo's sixth-round pick this year in 2020 NHL draft from the Florida Panthers in exchange um, for defenseman Emil Hughes uh, or Jews. Juice, uh, D, D J U S E. You know, pronounce that how you may. 
But uh, yeah, that's the only move that Stars did today. Uh, Maple Leafs, uh, the team that got beat by their own Sam Booney driver, never going to let that one down. Um, I've acquired defenseman Callie Rosen from Colorado in exchange for goaltender Michael Hutchinson. Callie Rosen used to be a Maple Leaf, but this past offseason got traded to Colorado, um, and now he's back. So fixing some defense issues that they have, although um, they just need to really kind of put it on. I mean, they're kind of slipping um, as of late. And Toronto Maple Leafs have re-signed defenseman Jake Muzzin to a four-year extension worth $22.5 million, uh, and the average annual value is 5.625. Uh, and there was a rumor going around Tyson Berry was going to get traded, but he did not, so he's still with the Leafs at this point. And the Maple Leafs have also acquired forward Matt Laredo from the New York Islanders in exchange for defenseman Jordan Schmaltz, former Blue here, but he didn't really stick. But, you know, uh, it's the name of the game, you know. Uh, Calgary Flames uh, have acquired defenseman Derek Forbert from the LA Kings in exchange for a fourth round pick. Didn't disclose what year that was. I believe it was a 2020. Um, Calgary Flames also acquired defenseman Eric Gustafson from the Chicago Blackhawks. Really good pick pickup for them. In exchange for a 2020 third round pick. Uh, Gustafson really um, really solidifies their decor for sure. Um offensively they're a little bit better than they were defensively but it kind of evens looks like it's going to even itself out uh with the acquire uh acquisition of Gustafson it's a really good pickup I really uh like it uh that's for sure but um now it's just a matter of doing something with it because they haven't in like recent memory they've only maybe gotten out of the uh, second round like once in the past five years uh, and there's a lot of just first-round exits all the time. Um, and I'd like to see Calgary get, you know, further along. And honestly, at this point, I just want some Canadian team to make some progress. Because in all honesty, after the 1993 Cup win versus Montreal, well, from Montreal, was the last time that, I mean, getting... Uh, not even ca- not counting the Toronto Raptors um, recent NBA championship win was not only the last time a Canadian team won a Stanley Cup, but also the once again leaving the, the Raptors out of it the last time a Canadian team won anything uh, worth a damn. Although I'm gonna I'm gonna say NBA doesn't give it doesn't isn't worth a damn because I hate the NBA but that's neither here nor there that's not what this is about but um I would just like to see at no expense to any team that I root for at least primarily root for these two guys and for those that aren't watching it'd be the Blues and the Golden Knights Blues being number one Golden Knights being number two um I would like to see a Canadian team step up don't care if it's Vancouver. Oh, as long as Vancouver, because I could, I could, I could follow Vancouver, uh, Edmonton, on Edmonton, Calgary. I'd, I mean, I'd like to see them do something. Toronto, 
Toronto hasn't done anything since 1967, worth a damn, and they haven't gone out of the first round since 2004. So, whatever. Montreal's probably not going to make it. Uh, Ottawa's not making it. Um, Winnipeg is a... It's in limbo. I mean, they could barely scrape in. They they could barely miss it. Uh, And... They didn't even trade anybody trade for anybody uh, today, so looking to just deal with what deal with what they have. Um, but yeah, I would just love to see a Canadian team do something. They need to do something, um, and yeah, and fast. And then we go to Ottawa. Ottawa. Ottawa Sanders, the only acquisition that's not pick related. Uh, acquired Ford um, Matt uh, Pesha or Pekka. Pesha. I want to say Pesha. Uh, from the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for Ford uh, Aaron Luchuk and a 2027th round pick. Uh, the Boston Bruins have acquired forward Nick Ritchie from the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for forward Danton Heinen. Uh, and this move here uh, from the Sa- for the Sabres. It's a very, um, it's a head-scratcher, to say the least. So, I'm going to tell you first off, before I even divulge in what this tr- trade is, for those that haven't read the trades. I want you to tell me what is wrong with this. So Buffalo currently sits with a record of 29, 25, and 8. 66 points on the season. The second wild card, Carolina, has 74 points. So 67, 68, 69, 70, 71, 72, 73, 74. So that's 8 points out. Yes, they had some assets go out, but mind you, you think they wouldn't go for anyone that a contender could probably use. Okay, putting that in your head. The Buffalo Sabres have acquired Wayne Train himself, Wayne Siemens, Wayne Simmons. I don't know why. That's his last name, really weird. Wayne Simmons uh, from the Devils. In exchange for 2021 fifth round pick. And New Jersey, yes, retains 50% of their salary. However, comma, they got a break on salary. But I ask you, once again, why would you, tr- I mean, other than it benefiting New, uh, New Jersey by dumping some cap off? And inquiring some picks, which is like the only positive I can see out of that. Where in that, where does Buffalo think they're gonna go with Wayne Simmons? With the way that their team is, and the way that their team has been for a long time, I don't know. That's the th- I I don't know. And prove me wrong? Question mark. But at the same time, a lot of 
analysts probably have been saying the exact same thing for however many years and they continuously be like, oh, we're, we're doing something, guys, we're doing something. And then they just fall off a cliff and then they go back to the mediocrity freaking cesspool that they're always in. And I honestly feel for Buffalo fans because it's absolutely awful. I can somewhat say that I kind of know how that was, but only the fact that unlike them, we Blues fans at least got to see our team in the playoffs. So, burn there, but still, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that I hate the trade, I just don't understand it. Another word, in any news, um, teams that, speaking of teams that, um, Wayne Simmons has either played for or used to play for. Nashville Predators have re-signed forward Rocco Grimaldi to a two-year $4 million contract with an average earning value of $2 million. Don't know why I had this in the trade portion, but you know, whatever. And the Nashville Predators have acquired defenseman Corbinian Holzer from the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for defenseman Matt Irwin. And a pick did not disclose what the pick was, but uh, it was probably for a lower pick. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets have acquired forward Devin Shore from the Anaheim Ducks in exchange for forward Sonny Milano. I don't know why they would do that because at least a couple games I've seen Sonny Milano play. I actually dig this dig this game, but uh, if that's what you know Columbus wants to do to continue their miraculous uh, play as of late, you know, do it do whatever. You need to do okay. Do whatever you need to do. All right. I I'm I'm just some guy commenting on what you guys do. So do what you do. Uh, Anaheim Ducks have acquired defenseman Christian Juice from the Washington Capitals in exchange for forward Daniel Sprung. Sprung. Uh, just more depth. San Jose Sharks have acquired defenseman Brandon Davidson from the Calgary Flames in exchange for future future considerations. So it'll probably just be a couple picks or two. Tampa Bay Lightning have acquired forward Barclay Goodrow. Um, also kind of ironic that I wear the, the Vegas jersey as he was the guy that um, scored the goal that set the entire fan base of Vegas into a frenzy. An absolute frenzy. Um, cause yeah, they blew the the three four goal lead because they were on that five minute major, and because of the awful call, and then they uh tie it up, and then Barkley Goodrow just sitting on the on the bench because he's bad enough to wear. Hey, I don't get the minutes, but hey. I'm just going to come on here and just spoop a goal in, you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, he goes to uh, Tampa and Sharks uh, get a 2020 first-round pick. Uh, it'll be a lower pick for sure, but, you know, they get a first-rounder pick. So, good for them. Uh, Vancouver Canucks have acquired goaltender Louis Deming from the Devils in exchange for goaltender Zane McIntyre. And this is fully speculation that there's something um, – that's kind of damage control for the Canucks as um, Jacob Markstrom might have something wrong with his knee. Um, 
which hopefully isn't the case. Uh, and if it is, hopefully it's not that serious. But, you know, some damage control by Jim Benning and the Canucks. So uh, good for him and them. Uh, Chicago, their only acquisition of the day that really, um, well, primary, you know, acquisition. Uh, have acquired defenseman TJ Brennan from the Flyers in exchange for Ford Nathan Noel. So pure hockey trade there. Uh, the Arizona Coyotes have acquired Ford uh, Marcus Hanekainen uh, from the Columbus Blue Jackets in exchange for a conditional 2027th round pick. Why would you put a condition on a seventh round pick? Like I can understand a first or a second, maybe a third, maybe even a fourth, but a seventh, <laughs> a seventh round pick, you know, whatever. Um, and that uh, condition is if uh, Heine Cannon plays 10 games for the Coyotes, the Blues get the pick. And if he doesn't, the Blues, no, no, not the Blues, the Blue Jackets get nothing. So if they play their cards right, they can just get a free player. <laughs> so, I mean, they'll probably just give up the pick because it's a seventh rounder. But, you know, whatever. Um, I mean, if they really want that seventh round pick, I mean, by all means, just keep them in for nine and call it a day. Um, but, yeah. And now we get into the big two teams of the day. And, no, Edmonton was not the big team of the day. No. Carolina and Vegas. The two biggest teams on trade day today. So and off and obviously if we're gonna crown winners, at least when it comes to pure value, uh absolute haul uh for teams uh today. Uh for the Western Conference, Vegas hands down. Give Edmonton the second round, uh, a second place uh, win there. And for the Eastern Conference, it's got to go to Carolina. Absolutely, hands down, Carolina. Um, for app, for all the value they, j- they just acquired. Um, although, before we get into Carolina, Carolina, um, they have a issue with the fact that both their main goaltenders are down with injury. Um, Mrazic's out for concussion. Uh, Reimer's out with uh, lower body. So, um, yeah, goalie, uh, the goalie department for them, not looking too hot, but everything else, who, who, money. So Carolina Hurricanes have acquired forward Vince Trocheck from the Florida Panthers in exchange for forwards Eric Halla, Lucas Walmark, and defenseman Chase Prisky, as well as another prospect that has not been named, at least at the time that I took the information down. So that's one good 
great player that they have acquired. For number two, uh, and three, and number two and number three are both defensemen. With already a decor that is pretty good, but with um, the injury of Doogie Hamilton and how he's out basically for the rest of the year and playoffs, um, they need some D. And D that they got <laughs> uh, made no sense, but I really don't care. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes have acquired defenseman Sammy Vantanen <laughs> from the Devils in exchange for Ford. Jani uh, Kulukanen, uh, defenseman Frederick Cleason, and a conditional fourth rounder. And the big money, big money, uh, Hurricanes have acquired defenseman Brady Shea. From the New York Rangers in exchange for a 2020 first rounder. So, um, whoo, uh, Carolina making some moves. And as I mentioned, there's second wild card in the East right now. Um, which, uh, to look back at those standings. Okay. So 74 points in the wild card, which is insane because if, the Maple Leafs, right now, if the Maple Leafs were in the Metro uh, Metropolitan Division, they would be out of the playoff race. But thankfully, because the Atlantic is a weak applesauce freaking division, they um, or at least super top-heavy, at the very least, um, they're in the playoff p- a picture. They shouldn't be, by how all these other teams are playing. Yeah, they shouldn't be, but they are. Uh, even Columbus. Has 74 points, and they're out of a playoff spot. And that's because that Carolina has games in hand. Same with the Islanders. And then you go to the West, or on camera, the West. Um, the lowest uh, points to get in right now is 70. With Arizona, Calgary. But, uh... Yeah, Carolina, they're looking to create some separation in a very intense Metro division uh, dominated by Washington and Pittsburgh, Um, which, yeah. And before we get to Vegas, Vegas holds first first place in the Pacific, 76 points. Um, And if they were in the Central Division, they would hold the first wildcard spot. Because Dallas has 78 points uh, and two games in hand on them. Colorado has three games in hand on them and 79 points. And the Blues have one game in hand on them and have 82. Um, so uh, Vegas continuously trying to create some separation uh, from the rest of the uh, conference and division. And uh, trying to make a run. And... Also, before we get into what Vegas did, let's continue. Let's bring out the corpse of that dead horse. That dead horse that I've been beaten so much about the firing of Gerard Gallant and what this team needed to do to win because they weren't winning. Now, granted, they're winning now. They're on a six-game winning streak. Congratulations. And they got defense. 
at least a really good defenseman in Alec Martinez. And what I said at the time, I had the thing I said at the time of his firing was all the Vegas Golden Knights needed to do was acquire better defense and a better goaltending tandem. Because Malcolm Subban wasn't cutting the cheddar, cutting the mustard, and their decor just wasn't doing it. So they got Alec Martinez from the LA Kings, and they fixed more problems. So, um, Vegas Golden Knights, they get a forward, they get a defenseman. Well, no, they don't get a defenseman. They re-sign a defenseman. And then they got a goalie. So we'll save that goalie for last because it's a quite the shatter. Oh, glass shatterer right there. Um, Vegas Golden Knights first off re-signed defenseman, Nick Holden. Good good defenseman. Two-year, $3.4 million contract extension with an average on your value of 1.7. Uh, fairly inexpensive. The Vegas Golden Knights acquire forward Nick Cousins from the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for a fourth-round pick by uh, this year, 2020, because um, it didn't say what it was when I got the information. The big one. So they got the depth. They re-signed the guys that, you know, produce on the defense. Great. Got Alec Martinez. Great. Um, freaking Schmitty. And freaking McNabb, all of them guys, great. They get more depth with, uh, forward depth with Nick Cousins, great. Now all they needed to do was fix the goaltending tandem of Marc-Andre Fleury and Malcolm Subban. And Malcolm Subban just wasn't cutting the mustard. And thankfully, thank the hockey gods themselves, he is gone Malcolm Subban is gone. The Vegas Golden Knights trade away goaltender Malcolm Subban. A second round pick, probably also 2020 or 2021. And defenseman Slava Demin uh, in exchange for Chicago Blackhawk uh, goalie Robin Leonard. So, editor's note here, um, with the whole, um, Robin Leonard trade, All right? So, turns out, the Blackhawks, yes, got, they traded Robin Leonard, and Robin Leonard's final destination was indeed, um, Vegas. However, it was a little bit more complicated than that. So... Uh, what ended up happening was uh, the Blackhawks sent Robin Leonard and Martin's to Zirkles uh, to the Maple Leafs. And then Toronto then flipped Robin Leonard and Martin to Zirkles to the Golden Knights for the fifth round pick. Uh, 2020 fifth round pick. Toronto retained part of Leonard's salary. So that helps Vegas with the whole cap situation that they find themselves. Um, so Robin Leonard's getting paid 
25, uh, 2.5 mil, um, from the Maple Leafs and, uh, Robin Leonard only getting paid, um, the remainder, like it's, it's, it's a whole big mess, but regardless, he's a Golden Knight, left the Blackhawks, ended up as a Golden Knight, so great. The glass shatters. Robin Leonard is a Vegas Golden Knight. And Robin Leonard, I can officially say, I can finally cheer him on again. Because even, I don't really care for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, it's well documented. Yes, I feel for the fan base. But I don't necessarily care for the franchise. One bit. Don't care. I don't really have a reason to. Although it might just be a little bit of a, a thing I have for New York teams. I just don't really care for them. Because it's not, you know, I don't really care for them. However, Robin Leonard, I did like his style. He was a pretty solid goalie. And especially in his time with New York and the Islanders, loved him. Loved him. And especially when it come to be that he had some, you know, issues, mental issues, uh, substance abuse issues. You know, he kind of fixed, fixed himself up. His time in the uh, Islanders organization really helped him out. And I really i uh, am glad to see him turn around, really become a really good goalie, uh, really dependable goalie. And now he's uh, on to Vegas, my number two team. From uh, the 31st team, uh, in my eyes, uh, Chicago. So, thankfully, and also thankfully that there's not another guy on the Blackhawks um, team that uh, wears number 40. Because that's Panger's number, alright? That's that's Darren Pang's number, alright? Don't you, don't you forget it, alright? Um, but yeah, uh, and now we go from a one-headed monster with... Flurry and his goalie and his golden goalie pads, and then Malcolm Subban to Mark Andre Flurry with his golden goalie pads and Robin Leonard. So um, look out, Pacific! <laughs> look out, Pacific, because um, the Golden Knights are uh, trying to kick ass and take names. So be careful. But uh, yeah, that's your trade deadline for today. Um, and if anything else happens um it that's residual after the bell um of the trade deadline i'll probably incorporate that in the in an upcoming news and notes game of the night type deal um don't foresee it happening and if and if it's a big thing if it's a huge you know transaction yeah that yeah gets its own thing but if it's something small, like some fourth liner gets traded for a pick, you know, whatever. But if it's like a big piece, or at least like top six guy, you know, that can make a real big difference, then, you know, maybe we'll give him his own thing. But maybe. But anyway, that's been it. Like, share, subscribe if you're on the YouTube side. Uh, rate and subscribe if you're on the podcast side. And, um... Yeah, trade deadline's done. So the race, the real race for playoffs, 
begins now. Uh, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you very much.